Uh, welcome everyone to another edition of the Amud of the Week program. My name is Dan Lefton, and uh, we are on the top of Chaf Vav Amud Aleph in Masecha Sukkah, and we are continuing to to um, to analyze uh, our Mishnah from Daf Chaf Hey Amud Aleph, wherein um, we discuss the fact that. Somebody who is considered a shluche mitzvah, meaning somebody who is um, who is uh, in the middle of performing a mitzvah, then he is putter or he is uh, essentially uh, not obligated to um, interrupt doing that mitzvah and to do another mitzvah. And uh, this gemara is going to essentially um, continue the analysis through that mishnah and uh, take us through the balance of that mishnah as well. So we are on the second line, last word, Tanya, we learn a brisa. stated, so this is a this is a mouthful, but let's just walk it through uh, one one part at a time. So Hananya ben Akviya said, "Kosve svarim." Those who write svarim. So we're talking about uh, svarim that for limud Torah, uh, tefillin. Those who write tefillin, uh, mezuzos. Those who write mezuzos. These people, Hain Vitagrehen, and the, the people that sell these products, the Tagre Tagrehen, and even the people who sell from the sell- sellers. So, what we're talking about is like the distributors. So, everyone along the chain, all of those people, if they're involved in doing their jobs, which is either writing it or distributing it or selling it. Um, they are all, and anybody, in fact, who is Oseik B'Malecha Shemaim, who's doing the work of God. Um, so any of those people, Asuye, even coming to include Mochrei Tcheles, those who sell Tcheles for Tzitzis. So all of these people, if they're involved in doing the job that, uh, that, that, um, that connects to these mitzvahs, so Petur Mina Kriyashma, they're Pater from saying Kriyashma, Mina Tfila, and they're even Pater from Davening. And they're putter from putting on. They're, they're not obligated to even put on tefillin. And any mitzvah that says in the Torah, because this is the concept of because they're in the middle of doing one mitzvah, they do not have to interrupt that mitzvah to go ahead and do any other mitzvah that says in the Torah. This goes uh, uh, in order to enforce uh, the, the, the words of Rabbi Yossi Aglili. As we said, that a person who's involved in doing one mitzvah is no is not obligated to interrupt doing that mitzvah and to to do a, to to interrupt that mitzvah to do a different mitzvah. Tanur uh, Now we're going. Uh, we're going to see how this applies to our Mishnah. Tanur Rabbanan. Paturin minasuka. If a person is walking or is going traveling um, uh, during the day, then he's putter uh, from the sukkah beyond during the day. Now, when we're talking about olchei drachim here, we're not talking about 
someone who is involved in doing a mitzvah. At this point, we're talking about somebody who is on a regular travel for whatever reason. He's on a business trip. He's going to um, he's going to a wedding. He's going somewhere wherever he's going. Well, going to a wedding might be considered a mitzvah. I don't know, but he, whatever he is, is he's dra- he's traveling during the day. So during that period of time when he's traveling, patur min asuka. He's patur from sukkah during that day. The chayav and balayla, but he is still chayav to sit in the sukkah at night. If he is, um, if he is traveling at night, so then he does not have to sit in the sukkah at night, but he does have to sit in it during the day. But let's say this guy is on some really uh, crazy business trip where he's actually traveling day and night. So if he's traveling day and night, so um, so. Uh, then he's punctured from the sukkah both in the day and in the night. So that's the statement that that he's um, that he's punctured from the sukkah both day and night. So Kihave that this is a story that happened to uh, Rav Chizda and Rababar Rav Huna that Kihave Ale Lishabsa Deragla Lebe Tahaya Ale Lishabsa Deragla Lebe Reish Galusa that they came to a they came they were traveling on the Shabbos of Cholamoid of the well, the regel, which uh, obviously here we're, it could be talking about Pesach or Sukkot, but this case is talking about Sukkot, and they were traveling to go to the Bay Reish Galusa. They were going to the house of the Reish Galusa. The Reish Galusa, of course, is the is the uh, the leader of Klal Yisrael in Chutzlaretz. Um, so they were traveling to his house, uh, presumably to what were they traveling? Does Rashi say why they were traveling there? They were traveling there. Why? Um, doesn't say why they were going there. Well, presumably, it was for a uh, a valid reason. Um, um, so they were traveling there, and they and and what happened? Have ganu arkasa desura. What did what happened? They ended up sleeping arkasa desura. They slept on the. Riverbank, right? Arkasa, Arkasa Dasura. That look at Rashi. Rashi says Arkasa Dasura al Svasan Nahar. They slept on the bank of the river of Sura, of the Sura River. They slept on the riverbank. So Amar says Anan Shluche Mitzvah Anan Upaturin. So what the point here is is that they they slept on the riverbank. They did not sleep in a sukkah. So the reason why they didn't do it, in the, as they said, Amri, Anan Shluche Mitzvah. We are considered Shluche Mitzvah because presumably they were going to the to the to the to the Reish, to the Bay Reish Galusa, uh, presumably to probably learn. Torah, so therefore it was all considered a mitzvah. And when it came time for them to sleep, instead of sleeping in the sukkah, they slept on the banks of the river, and they were and they said that they were allowed to do that because they were considered shluchei mitzvah and anan uh, shluchei mitzvah anan. We are considered shluchei mitzvah patur, and then they're patur. Okay, another case. Tanurabana, shomrei ha'ir biyom patur minasuka. If a person has a job where they are considered the watcher of the city, so they're the city guard. 
So during the day, Paturin Menasukkah, they're Pater from the Sukkah. Shomri Ha'ir Bayom. If their job is to watch the city during the day, Paturin Menasukkah Bayom. And they're Pater from the Sukkah during the day. The Chayav and Belayla, but they're still obligated at night. Shomri Ha'ir Belayla, Paturin Menasukkah Belayla, Chayav and Bayom. But if they are the night watchmen of the city, so then they are Pater from the Sukkah uh, at night, but they're still obligated for the mitzvah of the Sukkah during the day. Shomrei ha'ir bein bayom uvein balayla. But what if they are the the watchmen for the whole day, day and night? So they really are. They're working a double shift. Um, so then, in that situation, then bein balayla paturmin asukah bein bayom uvein balayla. They're putter from the sukkah both in the day and in the night. Okay. Um, so that's pretty straightforward. Kind of follows the last gemara about holech bedrachim. Same same concept. Now the Gemara is going to take uh, teach us something different. Now what happens if we're not talking about someone who is the watchman of a city, but rather they are the Shumre Ganos Upardesim. So a person who is who is hired to do a job where they watch the gardens or Pardesim are the orchards. So they're actually watching the uh, you know the, the the fruits and the vegetables grow and everything like that. So, so what happens if we're to, what, what's the situation in that case? If they are if they are shomer pardesim, so then they are paturin bainba yomu bainba Then they never have to. Then they're putter from sitting in the sukkah all day and all night. Um, and the reason is is because they really need to be alert at all times. Um, they really need. Uh, well, that's just me assuming. Oh, Ainzad, oh, look at what Rashi says. Shomre Ganos Upardesim. Shomre Ganos Upardesim is Ainzazam Misham. They can't move. They're really, they're, 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 that's, so that's really the difference between the Shomra, the Shomrim of the city and the Shomrim of the Ganos and the Pardesim. The Shomrim of the city, they're, they have to move around. They, you know, they're, they're, they're on the, uh, they gotta walk the beat, so to speak. So they're constantly moving around. So, so that's the reason why they are putter from the sukkah because they're never really in one place. They have to constantly be moving. But someone who's watching uh, a a, um, a garden or watching an orchard, they can't move. They have to stay in that one space. So the Gemara is kind of maybe teaching us a little bit more of a chiddush here uh, by the Shomrei Ganos and Shomrei Pardesim that even those people who aren't moving around, they are um, they are also putter from the sukkah. So, um, so it has nothing to do with you know guarding the actual fruit and vegetables, so to speak. But, uh, but just because that they um, that that's almost a chiddush that they're teaching us is that uh, that they don't have to um, they don't need a sukkah either. So the gemara actually asks the gemara actually asks on this and says, well, hold on one second. Ula avdi sukkah hasam v'leisfu. What do you mean if they if they if they can't move? So let them just build a sukkah right there. They could just, you know, if they're, they're sitting in the same spot all day long, let them just build a sukkah, and they sit in the sukkah, and they'll fulfill the mitzvah. Why are you telling me that they're put from the mitzvah? So the Gemara answers, Amar Abaye, Teshvu Ke'en Teduru. So there's this concept of Teshvu Ke'en Teduru. And what's Teshvu Ke'en Teduru mean? Teshvu Ke'en Teduru is the limud that we have from the Pasuk that we've discussed several times already. That Teshvu, that you sit in the sukkah, Ke'en Teduru, the same way you would live in your house. That's the that's the concept. So, so so um, so what, what's how do we understand Abaye's answer here? So, what is the teshvu ke'en to duru? 
Look at Rashi, Kain Taduru, Kedera Shehudar Kohashana Babeso, the way that you live in your house the entire year. He's kik he's kikso Torah Lahaniath Diraso Velador Kanva Sukkah. That's the way that you have to live in the sukkah. Um um Mitosav the Kli Tashmishe Umitsorosov Vze Eno Yakulahavin uh Sham Mipneha Torah. So, so when a person lives in their house, they, they live with all of the creature comforts of the house, right? They have the they have all of their uh, utensils and all of their uh, all of the of the of the uh, pillows and blankets and sheets and everything. That's that's the way that they that's the way that they live in their house. When you build your sukkah in the back of your house, you can easily transport all of those items into your sukkah. However, if you're going to build a sukkah in the middle of a field somewhere where it's your obligation, where your, I mean, where your job is to watch this field, so then technically, then it's going to be a big tircha. It's going to be a big inconvenience for you to transport all of that stuff, and you're not going to do it. So technically, you're not going to be teshvu keintaduru because the way a person lives in their sukkah has to be the way that they live in their house, and 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 the way that you live in your house is with all these creature comforts. If you build your sukkah in the middle of a field somewhere, you're not going to have all of those things. So technically speaking, because we have this concept of teshvukei and teduru, then um, uh, that you have to live in your house the way that you live in your sukkah, then um, then 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 a person who is sitting in the middle of a field does not need to build a, a sukkah because he's not going to fulfill the um, the teshvukei and teduru aspect of the sukkah. Now, I I actually thought this. Uh, might have been read a little bit differently, um, uh, but Rashi, you know, sort of came to the rescue here and explained it to me. But I thought maybe another way of looking at this is that it's not really teshu to duru because during the course of the year, you when you go to work, you um, you don't have like a sukkah at work. You know what I mean? Like it, it's 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 you know you you don't you don't have this devar mitzvah so to speak that would be right there next to you um, in in the way that you live because. Technically speaking, you know, there are certain people that live at work, and 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 that's it. And your sukkah is in the back of your house. It's not at your office. It's not in the middle of a field, and that's the way it is. So since you have that, which would not be considered in the way I look at this, is not considered kind of the normal way that we live. So therefore, that's the way. That's the understanding of that not being able to fulfill teshu kain to duru. But in but but I think Raji has a little bit of a better explanation. Is that there's just no way that you'd be able to transport everything. Um, um, without um, without making it too much of a tircha, so that's the reason why you are not. Um, that's the reason why Shomrei Ganosu Pardesim or Pater from 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 Bein Bayomu Bein Malayla from 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 sitting in the sukkah, according to Abaye. Abaye Amar Teshukain Tadura. Rava Amar Rava, he's got a different take on it. Rava says, "Why Pirza Kora Laganov? Because if you're sitting in your sukkah, then and, and you're a watchman." Then, even if you have the minimal amount of defunos, the minimal shear for defunos, the two, you know, two walls, and you know, even if you if you if you utilize everything that we learn about uh, Gudasik and Dofen Akuma, if you do everything, you're still going to have enough of a Dofen, enough of a wall that's going to enclose you inside the sukkah and then by definition if you're enclosed inside this sukkah by definition you are not going to be able to fulfill your job of being able to watch these fields to make sure that the thugs don't come and and, and steal anything 
So, so what's a buy's, what's, what's, what's Rubba's point here is that if you sit in your sukkah, you're inviting the thieves to come and steal, right? Because you're going to be blocked off at least in one, at least in one or two directions, you're going to be blocked off from being able to visualize and view this entire field. So therefore that's the reason why you're putter from the sukkah. So that, that's Rubba's maybe a little bit more practical, um, uh, uh, um, uh, reason for why, uh, Shomer Ganos and Shomer Pardesim are putter from the sukkah. So the Gemara adds one very important point here. It says, my Nahu, what's the difference between Rabbi and Rabbi here? Ikabanahu. There is one specific and very important difference to come and not tear Karyo de Piri. Now, what happens if the 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 the, um, the items or the area that a person needs to watch is only one very specific narrow area? If it's one very narrow specific area, so then a person can set up their sukkah in a way that they don't, it doesn't matter what's going on on two or three sides of him because he's only looking at one side. And of course, you're always gonna have one side of the sukkah or you, uh, that, that's open. So he could just set up his sukkah in a way that he's able to look directly at the area that he needs to be watching. He's not going to be blocked off from anyone, so you're not going to have to worry about thieves coming to steal anything. So under that circumstance, you would actually have you would have a situation where both where Abaye would say, well, no, he doesn't need to build a sukkah because of, because of the concept of Teshvu Kain to Duru. But Ravu would say, no, he does have to build a sukkah because we don't have to worry about uh, him not being able to fulfill his obligation. And we don't have to worry about thugs. And we don't have to worry about looting. They're going to be able to, he'll be able to watch everything uh, successfully and still sit in the sukkah at the same time. Very good. All right. So that is the, um, that is the, the sugya here or the concept of, um, of uh, Osega Mitzvah, Patrimen Mitzvah, or all the other subcategories of the things that you are Osek in that, um, that you are putter from doing the mitzvah. Okay, Viter, two dots. So this is referring back to our, uh, our Mishnah. And our Mishnah says what? That people who are sick, Umash Meshem, and their, and their attendants or, or the people that are watching them, all of those people are also putter from uh, the Sukkot. Tanarabana. The, the, uh, how do we learn this? Or the Tanra, but don't we learn? Chole, when the Mishnah says Chole, Sha'amru lo Chole, She'yesh bo Sakana, Ela afilu Chole, She'ein bo Sakana. So the Mishnah, so our Gemara is clarifying what our Mishnah means here is that a Chole, a sick person here is not just talking about someone who's a Yesh bo Sakana, someone who's really sick, that they're actually in danger. So obviously that person is going to be putter from the, from sitting in a sukkah. Ela afilu Chole, She'ein bo Sakana. But even a person who just has maybe a cold or the flu or something like that, where they're not going to be sick. I should say where they're not going to be dangerously sick. So even those people are also putter from the sukkah. And then the Mishnah even takes us, I mean, the Gemara takes us a little bit further. Even if a person just has like weakness in their eyes, so that doesn't, that, that's even less of a category uh, of a chola. That's less than a chola. It's like just someone who has maybe a minor ache in their eyes. Or a person that even has a light headache. So all of those people are putter from the sukkah. Amar of Shem Megamliel, Rav Shem says, Pam Achas, there was a time. Oh, so that's the statement. So now we're, we're, we're taking it a little further. Amar of Shem Megamliel, Rav Shem Megamliel says, Pam Achas, Chashti Be'enai Bekisri. One time I was in Kisri and I had Chashti Be'enai, which is a mild illness, a mild discomfort in his eyes. So Vehitir Rav Yossi Beribi, Rav Yossi Beribi was mater him, Rav Yossi Beribi, Permitted him lishon, uh, uh, lishon 
So he permitted me and my attendants and my and my companions. He, he permitted all of us to sit out uh, to to uh, to sleep outside the sukkah because presumably even a very minor um, uh, discomfort, physical discomfort, is enough to allow a person to be able to sit chutz or sleep chutz sukkah. Another uh, gemara tells us another case. Rav Shara Rav Acha Bar so Rav permitted Rav Acha, who was not feeling well, to sleep under the canopy inside the sukkah. So, so we're we're not talking about um, where this person. We're not talking about where he slept chutzel sukkah, but in this situation, he slept under a canopy in the sukkah, which we know from previous, uh, from the from the beginning of this parak of Yashan Takhazamita, that you can't sleep under a canopy in the sukkah. You're saying you're not sleeping takas uh, that sail. You're sleeping or, or underneath the schach. You're sleeping under the canopy, which is not permitted. But in this situation, Rav was permitted to do it. Oh, Mishum Bucky, because because of um, Bucky, I actually looked that up. Bucky is um, mosquitoes or our um, bugs. So apparently there was, there was. It wasn't even that he was sick, Rav, or Ravacha. It's that there was so much, there were so many bugs that it was making it was an annoyance to him. So uh, in that situation, Rav permitted him to sleep under a canopy, which under normal circumstances would not be permitted. Um, so it's even a lesser. Uh, a lesser degree of um, of uh, uh, a subcategory of being a chola is just someone who's annoyed by the bugs. Rava Sharale Larevi Achabar Ada. Rava permitted Rav Achabar Ada. Lemagna Bar Metaltala. Lemagna Bar Metaltala. Mishum Sircha de Gargishta. That he was also permitted to not have to sleep in the sukkah. Why? Because there was a foul odor coming from the floor of the sukkah. So in that situation, um, uh, it wasn't even where there was an actual, uh, there wasn't even an actual um, annoyance like you would have with bugs or mosquitoes that you're, they're actually physically touching you and jumping into you and flying into you and biting you. This was even even less than that. This was a reach. This was a smell. So just the smell itself was enough to be cause enough of a, of a tsar uh, on this person that Rava said, I mean on Rav Barada, that uh, Rava said he did not need to sit in the sukkah, um, or he did not need to sleep in the sukkah, Rava time and Rava goes according to his reasoning, Dhamma Rava, Mitztar, Patramina Sukkah, that a person who's Mitztar is Patramina Sukkah. So then the Gemara asks a question here, a very strong question, whoa, hold on a second, how can Rava say Mitztar is Patramina Sukkah, well, on and now we learn in our Mishnah, Someone who's sick and their attendants are putter from the sukkah. We can infer and deduce from our Mishnah the fact that it specifies a chola, who's a sick person, that would actually come to eliminate or to exclude someone who's just a mitzvah, who's not sick. So how can Rava come along and say a mitzvah is putter from the sukkah? So the Gemara says, Amri chola hu umishma umash mashav paturin, mitzvah hu poter mashmashav lo. So it's really, I think, is a brilliant answer. It says we have to look at the way that the mission is written. The mission is written, it says, Cholim umishmash mehem. The Cholim is not coming, it's not coming to exclude anything else. The Cholim attaches to the mishmash mehem part. So the only time the attendants would be putter from sitting in the sukkah is when they are the attendants to the Cholim. But 
anyone who's a mitzta'er, they are putter from sitting in the sukkah. However, their attendants are not putter from sitting in the sukkah. So that's the way that that gets explained, that really uh, our Mishnah does not uh, lead us to, to believe that uh, someone who's a mitzta'er would have to sit in the sukkah, and Rava's, uh, uh, Rava can still go with Taimei, according to his reasoning. All right, last little piece here. Ochlim achilas arai sukkah, that you are allowed to eat uh, what we call achilas arai, temporary eating or a snack. You're allowed to eat that chutz sukkah outside of the sukkah. Um, um, so the Gemara asks, the kama achilas arai. What is considered achilas arai? How much is considered achilas arai? So Amar of Yosef, Rabbi Yosef says, tarti otzlas boy. So it would be the equivalent of two or three eggs worth, and what we're talking about is a measurement here, uh, uh, and what we're talking about is bread. So if a person eats less than two or three, the equivalent of two or three eggs worth of bread, then they are uh, putter from the sukkah because they don't have to eat that in the sukkah because that's considered achilas arai. Uh, and that also leads to the, um, the famous question that I know a lot of people ask is what is the only type of bread that you are allowed to eat outside of a sukkah? And the answer is a rye bread. Okay, let's go. A little weiter here. Um, so Amalei Abaye, Abaye says, so, oh, so Abaye asks on this. Amalei Abaye, Vahazimnin, there are times, Sagin Sagilei de Inish Bahaki, that there's times that that, that that measurement of bread, of two or three eggs worth of bread, that that is actually enough that would be considered a meal, Vahavilei Sudas Keva, and that would be like a Sudas Keva, which would be more of a permanent meal, or not a snack, but like a meal, and we know that a Sudas Keva, for sure, a Chilas Keva, has to be in a sukkah. So how can you how can you say that, 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 that that's a lot of, that's a lot of bread to be able to eat outside of a sukkah because there are many times that that would actually be considered a, a full meal. So El Amar Abai comes and says, no, we're going to change the we're, we're change the measurement that we're talking about, and the measurement is not two or three eggs worth of bread, but rather Kidatayim Bar Bay Rav Vail Lakala. Uh, 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 that um, that it's a little bit of a different uh, measurement, and look what Rashi calls this re- measurement. So this is the measurement that a, that a food that baboker in the morning kishaholchin lebeis hamedrash, that a person who's going to go to the beis hamedrash the doeg and he's concerned shema yimshchu ashmuos that these that the that the shear is going to go very long v'tom malay piv So he grabs a real quick bite to eat, which is which is that that that's the amount that he grabs. So it's not as much as two or three eggs worth of bread, but rather it's much smaller amount, but it's the amount that a person literally grabs like on the go as they're running out the door. That's the amount that they're allowed to eat chutz with sukkah. Tanar uh, a little vaiter here, last piece. Oklan achilas arai chutzosuka. A person is allowed to eat a snack outside of a sukkah. But ain't yashenim shinas arai chutzosuka. But he's not allowed to take a small nap outside the sukkah. So even a small nap has to be taken inside the sukkah. Uh, my time, what's the reason? Amar Ravashi, gzera shema yirdom. Because you might, Ravashi says this is gzera, because there's no such thing as a small nap, because a small nap might turn into a deep sleep, and you might end up sleeping permanently, not permanently, but you might you might take a long sleep um, uh, uh, outside of the sukkah, which is not permitted. So Amrle Abaye says, Elaha, the Tanya Yashem Adam Shinas Arai Bitfilin, Avalo Shinas Keva, Lech Shema Yardim. So hold on one second. So, so Abaye is t- taking us back to uh, uh, Halacha by Tfilin, that we know that by Tfilin, uh, a person is allowed to take us a nap with their, t- uh, a person's allowed to take a nap with their Tfilin, 
um, but they're not allowed to, to have a shinas keva, a long more, uh, a, a long more permanent sleep. So how come we don't say by tefillin lech shema yardim that maybe he'll fall into a deep sleep? Well, you know, why are we saying this by sukkah, but we don't say it by tefillin? So Amar Rav Yosef Bereder Rav, Rav Yosef Bereder Rav Eli, Rav Yosef Bereder Rav Eli says, B'moser sheyantu l'acherim. So the situation over there by tefillin is where a person actually tells someone to go ahead and wake him up. So we're not concerned that he's going to fall into a deep sleep because he's got someone who's going to wake him up. So maskifla rav misharshay arvaya maskifla rav misharshia arvaya arva. So 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 um, so Rav Masharshe asks the question. He says, "Well, hold on a second. What about the person who maybe the person who's supposed to wake him up is going to fall asleep? So then you have to have uh, you have to have someone even on top of that. You have to have a uh, a, a vecker for the vecker. You got someone who's going to wake up the you know again. This is the time before alarm clocks. So 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 you got to have someone who's going to wake up the person who's supposed to wake you up. So so even that's not a guarantee. So maybe we should be concerned that maybe when you're when you are wearing tefillin that you might fall into a, a long sleep. So the Gemara says, Ela Amar says, That what we're talking about here is when he falls asleep, he puts his hand, his heads between his knees. And when a person puts their heads between their knees, um, then they're not going, there's no possible way that they're going to fall into a deep sleep. And that is the, um, that is the reason why, um, that's the reason why uh, you are allowed to fall asleep with your tefillin on because that the way he's sleeping, he's never going to fall into a deep sleep. So the Gemara then says, so Amar Rav, so Rav Amar says, ain't kevelashena. Rav says, no, there's no such thing as, um, there's no such thing as this concept of keva or arai, permanency or temporariness when it comes to sleep. So let, let's see, let's see exactly what this means. So look at, let's look at Rashi, Rav Amar. Um, so, so this explains Rav very nicely. So Rav Amar. Lishema yardam lo chashinan. That that when it comes to sleep, Rubba Rubba is not concerned that a person is going to fall into some sort of a deep sleep. Hilkach therefore b'tfilin by b'tfilin uh, shari. Then it's it's you're it's okay that you're allowed to um, you're allowed to to to, to sleep with your tfilin on. Vasuka hainu taima da aso shinas aroi. So by sukkah, you're, there's, the the isra is sleeping. So it doesn't make a difference if it's if it's a temporary sleeping or if it's a permanent sleeping. Um, it doesn't make it that, that none of that makes a difference. And because Rava says there is no difference between uh, uh, between temporary and 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 permanent sleeping. There's, that concept doesn't exist. Sleep is sleep. So therefore, um, when it comes to a sukkah, when you're uh, to a sukkah where you're not allowed to sleep, then therefore you're therefore you're not even allowed to you're not allowed to sleep at all. So then we have to explain. So then wait a minute, how come you are allowed to sleep by tefillin? So so um, so um, so so Rashi here explains very nicely. Um, uh, there is no difference. Between Keva and Larai, Inyan Sukkah by Sukkah. She'ain Adam Kovea Atzma Lashena. That a person doesn't really set a time. There's no there's no kvias for sleep. Why? Shepa'amim that there are times she'ain Ella Minam Name Ma'at Vidayo. 
um, uh, that there are sometimes that you could just take a very short nap and that's enough. That, that could be your, your, your sleep that gets you through the night or gets you through whatever it needs to get you through. Um, um, so that's enough. So that's why Rava says that there is no real difference here between a short sleep and a long sleep. It doesn't really make a difference. And therefore, because of this, it's all called, it's all called, uh, it's all called sleep. But by tefillin, the taima, uh, the reason why you're not allowed to sleep with your tefillin on, or at least according to that Bryce, the reason why you're not allowed to sleep with your tefillin on, um, uh, why you are allowed to have a, a what they call a shinas aroy, a, a light sleep, but you're not allowed to have a long sleep, is because shema yafiach bahem, because they're worried that when you're wearing your tefillin, you may end up um, passing a gas station, if you know what I mean. That uh, you may end up, you're not, and that's 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 prohibited when you're wearing your tefillin to pass a gas station. So you're not allowed to do that. Um, uh, that that's the problem. The problem isn't sleep. The problem is passing the gas station. So 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 what? So why is there a different? Why is there a different here, difference here? The lav mishum isershina. And it's not like I said because the problem is not having to do with sleeping with your tefillin on. The, the the problem has to do with passing the gas station. So the so so Rashi concludes here. He says benim purso lo asilide hafacha. But if a person is just taking a light sleep. Then they're not. We're not worried that they're going to pass the gas station. That's not going to happen during a light sleep. Now that could happen during a, that could happen during a deep sleep, but it's not going to happen during a light sleep. So how does this all break itself down? So what is so according to Rava, Rava's, according to Rava, you can't even sleep a light sleep outside the sukkah because uh, there's really no difference between a light sleep and a uh, and a deep, and a and a longer sleep. That that's a. That, that that there's a misconception there, if you will. There's no there's no difference there, and you're not allowed to sleep outside the sukkah. It doesn't make a difference. Light, not light. Ten minutes, twenty minutes, ten hours. None. It doesn't. That doesn't make a difference. And you can't compare it to tefillin. So the, basically, the premise of the question is not good because the problem with tefillin is not sleeping with tefillin. The problem is with tefillin is passing the gas station with tefillin. And if you uh, just happen to only be doing a light sleep with your tefillin on, then we're not worried about passing the gas station, which is why you are allowed to um, to take a light sleep with your tefillin on, but you're not allowed to take a deep sleep because if you take a deep sleep, then we're concerned about the gas station. And that is Chaf Vav Ahmed Aleph. Uh, I hope everyone has a wonderful week. If anyone has any questions about anything, please feel free to contact me. And as always, I say, peace out, much love. Dan left it. You are listening to another Shear from the Ahmed Week program brought to you by the St. Louis Kailal. 